when naming Melissa and my soon-to-be little girl, who will be the proud owner of a social security card with the understanding that by accepting such a burden means that the U.S. government owns her in perpetuity. We will be allowed to raise her how we see fit, with the caveat that, should old Uncle Sam ever come a-callin', our delightful days of baby poop and broken heirloom knickknacks would, to our chagrin, be numbered. We, and by we I mean she, picked the name Vera. She had read it in some book, or so she tells me. Hey, I fully understand that packs with Satan need to be kept secret, lest your secret no longer be the kind able to stay kept. We've since found out that the name Vera begins its origin in Russia, where it had no doubt belonged to a chick named Vera. Well, this Vera lady had to be a pretty righteous lady indeed, because her name, from her on, would forever stand for truth. That's a heavy ideal to hope for our little one to embody, but hope we will. Next up was my pick. I went with the name Clementine, purely because I hope beyond all hope that my daughter will be as strong a person as Clem from The Walking Dead Telltale Game. Then, a pleasant surprise happens. We find out that the Latin name Clementine means mercy or merciful. So two ideals that my one and only lady love and I hold so very dearly end up right inside the very name we deem to tag our little one with, catch and release style. Truth and mercy, or in a more digestible package, a merciful truth. I tell the story of the naming and the backstory of each because I wholeheartedly believe that a merciful truth is exactly what Chris is attempting to introduce to everyone in this episode tonight. Sometimes the truth can be an impossible pill to swallow. It's why I believe one delivered with the intent of mercy can, in the purest terms, make it seem wholly unlike medicine. It can hopefully open your eyes to the fact that the truth doesn't need to be frightening. That when its foundation is set atop a merciful intent, it can be pure and sweet beauty. You know what I just said, Chris? You know what I just said? Uh, something about a cheeseburger and a large size with a Coke. So unbelievably close, I said, welcome to another Chris motherfucking-tastic episode of 
See no, hear no, speak no. Hey, don't be buttering me up over here. I mean, I like butter, don't get me wrong, but... I can't butter you up, you come pre-buttered. <laughs> that is so nasty. Oh, to go along with the UFOs, the conspiracies, and the Moidas. And yeah, this is not going to be any of those this time. So it's one of Chris's uh, fun yeah. episodes. It's one of, it's one of, I, I, I still know next to zip about this. But if any of you, like I, were curious even the slightest bit as to where Chris forcefully yanked the name Tris Magistus from. Apparently, today, tonight, this evening, this morning, afternoon, lunchtime, it doesn't matter when you listen to the show, it's going to happen anyway. We are going to learn who this Tris Magistus thrice magical, no, that's not it, it's thrice great? Thrice great. Thrice Magistus. That's right. You know. Where he comes from and why he comes from it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, when, actually, as well. Uh, but, y- you know. Who? Uh, what? This particular situation, this whole setup here, this, this, uh, this, this episode, as it were. Um, I knew this was a setup. I knew it. This is actually going to be to to mark like a milestone for us. I don't know if mm-hmm. I, yeah yeah yeah. Check this out. Mm-hmm. This is gonna be the first time we actually do something we said we were gonna do. <laughs> like oh many shit! Many episodes ago. <laughs> wow. Yeah. You're right, yeah. Chris. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Good on you, hey. holding your word. Hey. And this is me making good on my promise to be exact so i think that i need a brownie for one and um for two uh you know just a i mean i I mean i could use a back massage i don't think a pad on the back is really going to do me any good but anyway whatever i i I think Uh, i'm making progress here in life yeah that's what that's what it is i I think so too and i and i'm proud of you but uh for one you're not going to get a brownie because uh, I, you know what? Just in all truthfulness, Chris, I think uh, I think you've been getting a little chubby there around the around the midsection, and, and the brownie's not going to help you. The brownie's not just not going to help you there. Life and number the two, and number two, um, that's what lot lizards are for. You get one of those gross, disgusting, toothless crack whores to rub your back. You don't ask our classy gentleman and gentle woman. Listeners, to touch your pimply, hairy back. Pimply, hairy? Not this back. But... Prove it. Prove it. Prove it. <laughs> you want me to get naked on the show? Is it that kind um, of show? Are we Howard Stern You know what? Now? You do what you gotta do. Are you Howard Stern? I don't think so. Jason Stern? I'll have to ask my mom. She would know for sure. <laughs> Jason Stern or Howard Rambo? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. You don't seem Jewish but, enough for that. But I'm excited, and uh, and that is true. You we, you are finally doing something that we said 
quite a while ago uh, that we would. What was that? The uh, was it the Poe episode? That, yeah, I, don't, that, I do not even know <clears throat> if you remember that accurately. Like we're gonna. Have I, to I check think that's out. when you you may have uh, said something about uh, Trismegistus and and why uh, he was named as such, and that you would do an episode about him. And I said, uh, "Fuck you! I'm gonna do one first. And I'm actually kind of mad about that. I actually <laughs> kind of almost wanted to not do the third episode of Albert Fish and just do the Trismegistus episode instead. That would have been weird to just throw in. That would have been three so of, so weird. Yeah, like Fish, like like ten episodes later. But you know, it it makes me wonder uh, the things that I promised to our listeners and uh, listenees what I said I would I would do uh, the in the following weeks the next at whatever's and uh, oh shit here we go I no I, I'm, I'm realizing that I can't fucking remember a goddamn single one so <laughs> I'm gonna have to actually go back and listen to the show and <laughs> and and find out these things that I said I would do Dude, we had a whole and conversation after the show possibly too do it. them like all the time with some good ones all the time too that actually Man. popped into my head either today or yesterday uh, that like I was trying to think like what what is he gonna do next and it's like oh yeah we came up with something cool of like little mini pieces and shit but couldn't remember a single one <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I do remember what my, my next episode what what my idea was uh, I just have to to gather it all together and uh, you know easily digestible uh, you know plate if it pleases the court i suppose <laughs> your honor i'll allow it well that's you you don't tell me the your honor that you'll allow it oh, that's no. not how court works chris that's no. what kind of lawyer i am chris you are here because of a seatbelt charge if you don't shut the fuck up and sit down and let me make it a non-moving violation i swear to god I will hold you in my arms like a baby and sing you to sleep. Objection, Your Honor. That guy's right. But overruled. he's still a chicken fucker. Overruled. Every time. So. Hush, little Chrissy, don't you cry. <laughs> I don't fucking cry, man. Because it's gonna make it harder to gouge out your eyes. Indeed. That's what eyelids are for. Well, that's... I believe that is to be one function of the eyelid. And if your eye holes cease to see, Judgy's gonna slit you anew. You're a sick fuck, man. Sick fuck. Yeah, well, you know, rhyming is hard, and I just can't. Just all the time, I, I told Melissa this the other day. I'm not a fucking performing monkey. Uh, as much as it looks like it, and as much as it often sounds like it, I do not dance and scratch myself to the tone of a meat grinder. Why the hell do we feed you and, like, let you sleep in our beds and stuff then? Because you love me. Man. So, this Trismegistus guy... What's he all about? Well, <clears throat> I feel bring like... Bring us back. What? Don't I make... said bring us back. Oh. Let's go... 
That'd be fucking. I wish we did have uh, uh, sound effects for this episode. Actually, they they could be useful. Um, Swing. I feel it only necessary to give a disclaimer uh, before mm-hmm. we get started here. Um, now this this episode will either teach you something or it's just gonna be a bunch of fucking gibberish to you either one is fine with me that's not very reassuring no no and it's not supposed to be because here are a couple of quotes real quick that that just kind of give you an introduction to what is what is to happen um sir one is where fall the footsteps of the monster? Uh, where fall the footsteps of the master? The ears of those ready for his teaching open wide. So, that's why I say you'll either learn something or it's just gonna sound like gibberish. Is wait, is Trismegistus Yoda? He very well may be the basis for the character that is Yoda. You got me. You don't think the other way around? Mm, I mean, that was in a universe far, far away. It's kind of a thing in long, long ago. Damn near every language but English. Hmm. Like their sentence structure is like Yoda speaks. That that is how most other languages go on this planet. Uh, and the the other quote is um, when the ears of the student are ready to hear, then cometh the lips to fill them with wisdom which is just nasty but shaw wing yeah i think it uh i think it makes a pretty bold statement in that if you are not ready to hear such informations then um you know it's just gonna and the thing right is 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 the way that you um had explained it to me uh it just in passing really is that it's not something that you can choose to be ready for or um, that no matter how much you want it, it doesn't matter if your inner self and mind or whatever other fucking bullshit isn't ready to accept this, then it's not going to work. It's not going to make sense. Exactamente. You could say that about about most things, and, and you'll see why that statement plays through but just just as a as a few examples of of that being the case just in regular life as well it's like um well there's one thing i say all the time and that's you know when you hit certain points of life uh where you 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 make a new realization of old information right so Ah, like you've always understood it because you speak the language and you spoke the language when it was told to you so you understood what the guy told you or what your mom told you or whoever but you didn't understand it because you related to it or because you had any experience in said um, scenario or whatever Uh, so when that happens there it's like a fucking it's like you know your neurons firing or whatever but it but you it's like a you open your eyes for the first time to mm-hmm. wow okay now it makes fucking sense well it's it's like just because you listened didn't mean that you understood exactly 
Exactly, and that, and that is that is the way. So you know, in then comes into play things like mind over matter. Well, okay, you know, we're not specifically talking about telekinesis or anything like that. I mean, I think that's a that's to the extreme. But you know, let's say quitting smoking. Anybody can do it. You just have terrible willpower most of the fucking time. Yeah. I just don't feel like it. Addiction sucks. Withdrawal sucks. But you can do it. I mean, nicotine is not the worst thing that's ever happened <laughs> to, you know, the humans' fucking uh, addictive personalities and shit. I, I just... Mm-hmm. It's, I, I, I get you, and I, th- I think I think the... Uh, the, the ones listening out there do too. We have a smart bunch right. that follow us, or at I least I like so. to believe that. Um, <laughs> I oh, so. oh, just, just real quick. Uh, hey, all you smart dummies out there, if you're not dumb smarties, you should email us at snhnsnpod at gmail.com or chris... Uh, that would be see no hear no speak no pod at gmail.com it's your choice do either because if you don't Chris will not continue with the telling of Mr. Tris Magistus and I think we all know where we would be then I mean you may be highly enlightened or you may be exactly where you are before you even hear this you or may not if even you're a dude, listen to this. If you're a dude, look down. Is your penis gone? Ooh, you should have emailed us. See? Fucking Marty McFly did away. But we're not talking mm. about time travel right now. That's, that's other episodes. We're going to talk about this guy. This guy. This fucking guy. He, uh... This guy actually, you know, to be honest, may or may not have even existed. Mm-hmm. This may... as as most Chris episodes go. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, this guy may be... <sighs> he may be the embodiment of... Uh, or, or the, the uh, let's say, the personification of an mm-hmm. idea that mm-hmm. everybody needs, but nobody will admit. Oh, like Batman. Kind of, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, and I say that nobody will admit, uh, but it's not nobody. It, there's a lot of people. But it's more so along the lines of, well, like, religion one. So most of the world doesn't want to admit at this point. <laughs> I mean, how many people are going to look like assholes uh, if and when we figure out that we don't fucking need all that? Like, there's not... It's kind of like, uh, like kind of like Bruce Lee and Jeet Kune Do. He figured he don't fucking need all that. It's it's showy. It looks cool. It's traditional. But if I just hit you like this, you don't even see it coming because I'm not showing you all kinds of craziness. I just pop pop. Yeah, but you know. But then why why did I learn how to do backflips? Well, then, see, Chris. Yeah, exactly. Because back in the day before we built fucking buildings that had cars everywhere, like, it was okay to do a few backhand springs to get out of a situation where a motherfucker's attacking you with a spear and shit. So, <laughs> you know, but, uh, I mean, but that's the thing, though, is, is, is it, it, it's always been in my mind that you don't need all this. Clearly, uh, 
I couldn't possibly be the only human that can't wrap my mind around why mm. everybody thinks this way versus well I'd say it's easier you don't have to think for yourself anymore <sighs> if you just accept a teaching then That's... a lot of your individual individuality gets replaced with a, uh, a an overarching theme that you can choose to follow or not but so ignorance lot, is bliss is what you're saying um y- yes but usually ignorance is bliss means that you never knew better to begin with um and with yeah. in this situation I, I find that it is more uh a, a self-accepted uh changing of the mind to let go of uh, it's just like uh, you know when they fucking started make, making us wear uh, uniforms in high school. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh well, now you don't have to worry about what you wear every day. Well, that really wasn't a huge worry on my fucking list anyway. Yeah. Like I could wake up and find pants and a shirt to fucking wear. I'm not just completely disabled. <laughs> but you're gonna force this new choice on me, and now I just have to be like, oh well, at least my clothes are picked out. Well. At least my clothes are picked out, Chris. There it is. And there it is. Well, so, I mean... The the funny thing about... You know what? Never mind. Just re- remember that statement. That, that, that mm-hmm. statement you just made about the, the, the self-acceptance of, of, you know, changing your state of mind and stuff like that. Um, Will do. Okay, so... Like I said, this guy may or may not have have even existed. Um, and, and there's a lot of this, you know, when you when you hear other shows or or other things talk about this person and and his works and the things that have come from it and yada yada yada. It's hard not to just read things verbatim when it comes to this this particular subject, but I'm trying not to do that. Because right, I don't right, right. find that to be very flavorful. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but um, there are a few things I'm going to have to because there's no better way to explain it than the original way and then right. interpreting right. it well, the way... It... Well, just... I mean, I think you and, and all of our, our listeners should always, before you speak any sentence to anyone, <laughs> should say to yourself, what would Flavor Flav do? <laughs> well, I mean... We're about to find out. Okay. Okay, good. So, all right. So, what it's what it basically says is that uh, there was a point in history. I am not a history buff. Um, if our listeners are, cool. You might know this. If not, whatever. Uh, but there was a point in history where the Greeks were hanging out in Egypt. Okay? And there was this... The, this place called Kemenu, Kemenu, um, in Egypt, held this temple to Thoth, right? And Thoth, if you remember Toth or however you pronounce that, is uh, mm-hmm. the Ibis, the guy, the the dude with the Ibis head. <clears throat> Ibis. Yep. He um, he was the god of all kinds of fun stuff, most of which. Uh, most notably of which would be like uh, writing and science and 
fucking like everything all that kind of and, stuff yeah and and clocks on chains the bringer yeah. of the knowledge basically yeah boy <laughs> so yeah he um thoth was was very widely respected he was respected by the other gods because he just knew some shit right so uh he was actually the uh supposedly the writer of the famed the infamous emerald tablets which are pretty cool they're very much like the the works of uh our homie mr hermes trismegistus um mm. very much like that and actually they're they're all attributed to each other really okay so um okay. yeah at, at that point when the uh, greeks were hanging out in egypt uh, the temple, that particular temple of Thoth, uh, and that area of Kemenu were also known as Hermopolis and a temple to Hermes. Um, Hermes! Right, which, as we know, is the scribe is of the, the Jam- gods or oh. the communicator I, between the. I thought you were talking about the, the Jamaican HR guy from Futurama. Oh. <laughs> No, I love that character, though. <laughs> he's, he's hilarious. The bureaucratic mm-hmm. bastard. Hmm. But yes, he, he was the... Uh, Hermes was the god with the, the wings on his on his heels or whatever? Yep, and on his hat. Yep, he was ah, the messenger. Yeah, yeah it's, it's funny how I brought up uh, wings on your, your, your heels in a, a, a different episode, and you said something uh, along the lines of... Uh, that sounds stupid. No one would ever have that. Well, I mean, it does seem aerodynamically just inept. Yeah, Chris, but the government. Mm. All right, let's not go there, Jason. It's <laughs> just going to turn into a whole nother episode <laughs> if we stop mm. talking about them. Okay, so, so uh, we're at the Temple of Hermes. The Temple in... of Hermes. In Nova Scotia, Wisconsin. Indeed. God damn. Fucking Wisconsin again. Good cheese, but alright. Um So yeah, man. Uh at that point, uh it is suspected that or let's say widely accepted that mm-hmm. at that point, somewhere around those that those times, which was called uh the Hellenistic period, um because of Helen, not because it was hell. Right. Right. Exactly. Um, <clears throat> yeah, the ideas of those two gods uh, became basically fused into one. Into a man, actually. And who hmm. later was deified um, because he was just, well... He was thrice great, which I will explain. So it, so it was the the ideals of two separate gods that were smooshed together and become man. Uh, yeah, that's that's basically what is understood. If you look at okay. it, if you look at it in terms of this, couldn't possibly all of this knowledge, this type of 
knowledge for the time couldn't possibly have come from one guy. Or right, okay. if you look at it in the sense of, um, let's say, you take, you take the idea of gods out of it altogether, could this have been a person who was just, you know, let's say way ahead of Super his time. Super fucking smart. Yeah. Right, right, right. It's, it's making me wonder uh, what gods' ideals were smooshed together to make that uh, conjoined twin lady uh, where one of them was a country singer Ooh. and the other one hated country music. That is a great question. Mm. That is a great... Oh. Mm. But that is a question for another podcast altogether. Indeed. Uh, we'll, ha- we'll have to... We'll have to email This American Life or something like that. <laughs> so, I mean, so that's the thing. He could have been a real person. And it's just said that these two gods were convened within him. And that's why he's so smart, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, And that could just be ration- rationale for for the, the normal thinker to be like, wow, this guy is so amazingly, ridiculously smart. How could that possibly happen? And oh well, you know, I, I the two gods uh, that there's, they're both super goddamn smart, and this guy is so smart. It he he has to be because of of those two mm-hmm. type of thing. Like it, it's a way to He's to rationalize power. knowing or, or seeing someone with with uh, intelligence far beyond. Uh, any normal human, yeah. Well, at that time, that. you know, you didn't have the vocabulary, nor did you have the the scientific basis for anything, you know. So, so, so that's the thing. It, it, but it could be the exact opposite. He could be um, not a person at all. He could just mm-hmm. be, like I said, that the mashup of these two gods to create the story of a man. It's the right, story. right, right, right that matters the story is what is what stands the test of time just like harry potter i get it exactly exactly so i you know he may or may not i I don't know i I don't really know but but let's talk about these two gods real quick so um these two gods and and uh i learned and you got you kids this episode will learn three new vocabulary words sweet the first new vocabulary word I'll tell you about him when we get to him uh, is psychopomp. Psychopomp. Yep. I like it. Yep. I like it, and I want to know how I can use it in a sentence. Uh, well, a psychopomp is um, a god, or uh, let's say demigod, or someone who is deified in in uh, and charged with guiding the souls of the living to the land of the dead. Okay. Okay. So it's it's their job to to bring the souls of the dead to to their resting place. Correct. And although okay. uh, the the attributes that we talked about of both of these gods, Thoth and Hermes, are true, they were also both psychopomps as well. So it was okay. also their job to do this other thing. Um, so they that that would be like a job title, like a like well. Lack of a better one, like Grim Reaper, would be a psychopomp. Right. Yeah. There you go. Okay. 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 Gotcha. So, cool. um, so you got Thoth, who is uh, scientific. He's reading and writing. He's uh, he's medicine. Arithmeticing. He's yep. right. He's all of that. And then you got Hermes, who's who's uh, you know literary and 
reading and writing. He's, he's the messenger. He's science and that kind of stuff. So when Love spicy food and Jamaican music, yeah. Exactly. So when these two merge together, what comes out of it is that uh, astrology and alchemy. Whoever mm-hmm. okay. is Indeed. now the mashup god comes out of it and he is now basically the the all-knowing of the sciences altogether Hmm. and and i say all-knowing and we're not talking about at this point we're not talking about a god like a christian god or or anybody we're not talking about an all-knowing all-seeing god that is omnipotent correct exactly take that out of this whole episode is he all-knowing though like does he just know everything no no, okay. No, it's okay. Not even it's not even like that at all. Okay. Got you. Got you. Got you. And that's the fun part, and though, is uh, because it may sound that way. It really does. If you if you think about it in one very bland way, it may sound that way. But when you really listen to what the hell he actually says, though, like what what okay. his writings, what his teachings are. It is everything. Okay, understood. Let's get to it. Okay. Yeah, I'm. I'm fucking. I'm so ready. All right. So yeah, let's um, let's just jump into that. How how, how where are we at on time? About a half hour. Okay, we're exactly a half hour. Bueno. Bueno. So yeah, uh, their powers combined, we get all the sciences, reading and writing, literary, all that kind of stuff. Plus alchemy captain planet and mm-hmm. <laughs> yes astrology and captain motherfucking planet uh so yeah there um so we got those two gods out of the way i'm trying to make sure i don't lose me place mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. now i had heard of the emerald tablets through my research of the occult and just weird stuff and I I haven't. You have not. So no, oh. I I don't think they're like a, a well known uh, commodity. No, they're not, and and it's not something because okay, and this is exactly why uh, this whole episode you have to take the idea of the embodiment of everything out of a living god like structure. Take that out of the equation altogether. Right. I'm not saying you can't believe in that. I'm just saying that just the, for, the, for the sake of, of understanding on a human level, take that out of it. Because you can't fathom that at all. You, no, there's no way that you could possibly ever even come close to it. To it's honestly not for you. <laughs> anything like it. Exactly. So, like what? understood. Right. So... It's a, and that's and that's huge because like we were saying you know if you are if 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 that's what you were raised to believe and you just took it and ran with it and didn't question it at all ignorance is probably bliss more power to you cool fine whatever you're part of the problem I'm just gonna throw that out there and I'm very serious mm-hmm. We are solution, solutioneers, just like <laughs> Disney's Imagineers, but but we think of the solutions. Uh, well, I mean, I, 
I didn't say they were good solutions, Chris. I said they were solutions. <laughs> uh, yeah, you could do this <laughs> if one were so inclined. Yes. Uh, so, yeah, okay, so... <clears throat> the Emerald Tablets are very much like the... Uh, the Herm oh, so, okay, Hermes Trismegistus is, is most noted for his works... Um, on what's called the Hermetic um, teachings, the the Hermetic philosophy, let's say. Mm -hmm. it's, he doesn't give it a name specifically. Obviously, Hermetic, Hermes, Hermit. Right, 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 right. You know, so now does he is, <coughs> is he supposedly naming this, or is it is it later named uh, because of his involvement or creation of said philosophy? That's the best basically. part about him. He's not a prophet for the sake of being a prophet. He's not a prophet for the sake of making uh, of being uh, noted as this fucking dude who knows everything. He doesn't right. care about the recognition, and it's said it, it's it, it's obvious when when you really read the stuff. He's not trying to make anything out to sound glamorous or. Uh, dark in, a, in an evil or negative sort of way. He's not talking about, um, you know, how you have to be a good person or you have to do this or you have to do that. He's not talking about any of that. It doesn't right. have to be about um, teaching you how to live your life. It's more about teaching you how to understand your life. Okay, so so more understanding what's already there, not giving you guidelines on what to do. Exactly. So that's why you can't really you can't really say it's a philosophy, you can't really say it's a teaching, you can't really say it's a it's a religion, you can't say any of that. And he doesn't call it any of that. Or or the, mm -hmm. and nowhere in the teachings do they call it any of that. They right. they hint to well, I mean, I guess if you want to make your life all about this, then fucking you can call it a philosophy, I suppose. Then go for it. Yeah, yeah. You know. But um, so yeah, that's the thing, and that the Emerald Tablet is is very similar to the Hermetic teachings, and that poses uh, that amongst uh, some other writings that popped up later in later centuries. Uh, because, oh, by the way, the uh, Hellenistic period was mm -hmm. 323 BC, right around that area. Okay, so, so just before the, uh, the, you know, King of Kings came into the picture. Exactly. Before all that shit. Bef before, mm -hmm. okay, the key word there, before all that shit. Um, but obviously still lots of people lots of shit going on lots of other religions you call them mythologies mm -hmm. but i feel like that's just being a dick in in a nice way well don't call it a comeback at least see don't call it late for dinner <clears throat> so we're gonna say religions because at that time they were religions they were they were thought to be just as 100 percent true as the rest of you think your ridiculousness is um, mm -hmm. So, there's the thing. Uh, so, there were some writings, there were some things that, that other people scrutinizing this this whole 
business uh, popped up and said, oh, well, Hermes can't be, you know, this can't be a real thing. This couldn't have happened at this time because everything about it coincides with this time. And, okay, you're... I mean, to me, okay, whatever, I'm not a scholar, I'm not a student, I'm not a researcher, I'm not, I'm not none of these things. So these are all true. I'm trying yes. not to be a dick about this, but at the same time, how are you going to say something is based on something else when something else was written before something else? So, I don't know, maybe, I don't know, it's, it's, uh, whatever, they can think whatever they want. Either way, exactly. it doesn't change the fact that what this is makes more sense than goddamn anything else. Let's say, let's and to be absolutely fair, this makes more sense to Chris than absolutely anything. <laughs> to else. Chris than anything else. Yes. I mean, so far I, I dig the dude's words. So let's see if uh, if my brain's ready to accept it. Okay. And him into it. So uh, right, right. So the the Emerald Tablet actually was one of the was the I want to say the first um, whatever to mention the Philosopher's Stone, or to oh, really? have been derivative, uh, the or the idea of the Philosopher's Stone was derived from writings of the Emerald Tablet. Okay. Yeah, because gotcha. the Emerald Tablet was were they were written by Thoth. So and you know Thoth is science and alchemy and all that fun stuff so Mm -hmm. a lot of cool stuff happening here indeed so the hermetic teachings um basically were passed down through word of mouth until a certain point when uh, they were finally written obviously not by hermes at that point uh but and how, how many years after Hermes it would have been around were these? It doesn't say? It doesn't say. Yeah, there's... there's okay. That's, see, that's one of the weird little fishy things if you want to poke and prod at it. Right, 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 right. What was written is this uh, uh, masterwork called the Kaibalion. And mm-hmm. it was written by people that call themselves... What is it? I'm sorry. The Three Initiates. The Three Initiates? The Three Initiates. Hmm. Uh, like, like initiates at a, like a, like a, what's it, a, a frat house type deal? Uh, kind of thing? yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, there's going to be some, some sexy hazing going on and possibly maybe a little alcohol poisoning and a court case afterwards because of? If you're lucky. yeah. Man. You know, never seemed to be that lucky though, Chris. I never went to college. To, so. In all in all truthfulness, I went to a college before. I'll just say I don't I know if lucky. I was supposed to be there, but <laughs> I'm pretty sure the uh, campus police would have sided with you on that one. Mm-hmm. Who's this fucker? They all said exactly. Very Fucking unprofessional mohawk. is what I say. Fucking mohawk. So. The Kaibalion, mm-hmm. Hermetic Philosophy, was originally published in 1908 by a person or persons under the pseudonym of the Three Initiates. Okay. Now this that sounds sufficiently uh, cloak and daggery. Right now, this is a book claiming 
to be the essence of the teachings of Hermes Trismegistus. Now... The essence of the teachings. Now, remember that, people. Well, see, that's the thing. There is no direct path because they were all by word of mouth. So this is all passed down. And that's probably why this person is... Uh, or these people are, are contesting that Hermes even existed or any of this shit even existed because mm -hmm. it published in 1908 and then something else was published and I could go into all that if we have time but uh, it's really not important so right. fuck it well we'll, well we'll see where we're at in a bit uh, so yeah um, <clears throat> 1908 uh, by the Yogi Publication Society in Chicago, Illinois which I uh, just passed earlier today um, hey, boo -boo. and is now in public domain so if you really want to you fuckers can go look this up and uh, read it your damn selves because it's quite the read and there's plenty of audiobooks or whatever on it you can fucking find it it's not hard um, like not not to be this guy but like uh, will someone that I can understand reading it be reading it <clears throat> or will it be like calling a, a fucking AT&T helpline no I, I no, yeah no it's not gonna be that um, yeah okay. it'll be a human but well, I mean, I know it would be a human, but would it be, uh, <clears throat> you know, Tim from North Dakota, eh? Or would it be, uh, you know, Paul from Texas, who is actually uh, Shamut from India? <laughs> no, I've heard uh, one strong accent, and it was kind of British-sounding, but kind of Australian-sounding oh, okay. well, as th well. Those I can, those I can do. Yeah. Can no, do. they're all fairly mild accents, though. Okay. You know, but but see now here here's the thing though. You remember how we were talking about um, whenever you hear just a lot of big words back to back to back to back to back, like your mind starts to stutter on remembering what all of these things mean and then fitting them into the context and all that kind of shit, and you Absolutely. just blank it out after a minute. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, okay, so that's what happens when you listen to this. Okay. It's totally what happens, and it, it's just spots here and there uh, that'll that'll do that. At least for me, because it is it, it's a lot to take in. Uh, certain parts of this, you're gonna want to just stop on a sentence and be like, "Holy shit! Now I get it. Oh fuck! Now that's gonna open okay. up all I, kinds I, of doors." I understand. Right. So it's that sort of thing. Hmm. Got you. <sighs> Finish my coffee. Okay, here mm -hmm. we go. Uh, the Kybalion speaks of the Hermetic principles being seven. Seven Hermetic principles that this philosophy is based on, or you can do whatever you want with. But these mm -hmm. seven Hermetic principles are the truths of the universe. And I say the truths because as of yet, there is no contesting these truths. They just okay. are. Also, like, uh, okay. to the point that science is continuing to prove time and time again that this shit is true. And if you want to think about how, you know, if you want to say, okay, well... 
the original okay, let's just say the originals are older than dinosaur shit you know BC mm-hmm that's old that's pretty fucking old and for everything you know along the way to have just continued to prove that this shit is true it's kind of saying a lot right oh absolutely yeah <laughs> okay so the seven principles are number one the principle of mentalism number two the principle of correspondence number three the principle of vibration number four the principle of polarity number five the principle of rhythm number six the principle of cause and effect and number seven is the principle of gender now all of these things uh, wait i think i think you forgot one uh where was principle building Ooh, he's waiting on you and your zach morris timeouts in the middle of class, you fucking... Just with his pants down, just licking his lips. Ooh, he's got that yardstick mm. in his hand, too, ready to smack some bun cheeks. Following me to my beach job and then to college. What the fuck is wrong with Be you? pretty blonde hair, motherfucker. Mm. <laughs> well, then again, who wouldn't, huh? He's so nasty. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so... <clears throat> man... So yeah, let's uh, let's give a little something something about each of these, just so. Please do, yeah. You know, because some of those I might think I I have you know a grasp on what it's talking about, but I could be completely fucking wrong, and some of them I I would almost guarantee myself that I am before I even hear it. You know? <laughs> right, <laughs> right, yeah. The the words themselves make a little bit of sense, but. Um, Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so and and that's oh god damn it, my bad <laughs> guys. I just uh, I didn't have coffee that time, but damn near Thank did god. the same exact thing as when I just tipped my shit all over everything. You sir need to I don't know, uh, get like a table, maybe. Yeah. Instead of like uh something that you put on your lap. Um, I don't know, man. Just like uh, something that you can't just knock over. No, this was like you... a little rolly shelf. Like it's just a little shelf that rolls out and and stops, and um, and that, that's why. And flips over at the the slightest fucking. <laughs> no, it didn't flip. It it just <clears throat> kind of jumbled, and the coffee <clears throat> flipped. But anyway, uh, anyway. Yes, anyway. This time it was safe. Okay, good, 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 good. good. Let me hit this vein. You 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 do you, you, you go for it. Okay, that was nice. Mhm. Feel better? Yeah. Yeah yeah. Good. Good good good. Okay, so mm-hmm. number one is the principle of mentalism. This one on its own, and you could honestly say the more the more thinking you do on each one, it really doesn't matter what time how much time you take. Uh, you know, if you do any real thinking on on each one of these, um, you could say that each one is the most important. You really could, but hmm. um, but, but honestly, I think this first one is is probably the most difficult. So okay. I'm gonna say it's the most important. All right. Okay. Okay. I'm I'm ready. The principle of mentalism, and there is a quote from the Kaibalion uh, that says, 
all is mind, the all, excuse me, let me be specific about this, it is a quote. Yes, please. The all is mind. The universe is mental. Okay. Two. The all is mind. Mm -hmm. The universe is mental. Mm -hmm. And not in a British way. Okay, yeah. Right. Mr. Jacob T. Shit, I forgot. How did I forget his last name? I don't know who the fuck you're talking about. Oh, no. You mean, oh, James T. Abbott? Abbott, yes. Aww. See, you had me with the Jacob thing. I was <laughs> no, like, no, because we fucked who the up. Fuck is because we kept calling him mm. different J names. No, I know, I know. Uh, the Abbott. Well, I can't believe I forgot that. Well, Jamal T. Abbott. Yep. <laughs> My bad. It's not what me. you think it means. No, <laughs> it's not. He doesn't listen. Whatever. You're kind of <laughs> mental. Uh, yeah. So okay. So this principle, and this is part of the stuff that I'm just gonna have to read and then then try to interpret a little bit as we yeah, go please, back please, and forth. Yeah. All right. This principle embodies the truth that, quote, all is mind. It explains that the all, which is the substantial reality underlying all the outward manifestations and appearances which we know under the terms of the material universe, semicolon, the, Mm -hmm. quote, phenomenon of life, semicolon, quote, matter, quote, energy, and in short, all that is apparent to our material senses. Okay, so that little explanation right there, that's that's what the all is. The all is okay. everything we know, ever known, ever will know. It's fucking everything. It's all fucking is everything. Ev- fucking everything. The Not all. just everything. It's fucking everything. Okay, so that's, first off, that's difficult for a lot of people to even consider because their god is standing in the way. But if, right, right. But if you can take that personification of it away, right? Because, and shove it up your butt. Right, because that's kind of what it is. It, it's, a, it's a personification of what this is. But if you can remove that then this will make that make a lot more sense because i right. in all honesty if you if you want to take it all the way back when I, when i said you know the key word there being before is that once you un- once you just hear this and you you think about all the other things you know about religion it's possible that it all comes from here mm-hmm. it's like these are the the, the truths that we're gonna branch off and just start new shit on, right? Because it all makes sense, but but we can't we can't talk to everybody like they're smart, because that's what this is. <laughs> like, yeah, gotcha, right? gotcha. This is this is a book about fucking astrophysics written by astrophysicists for astrophysicists. Right, basically. Uh, so, but but uh, by open for open-minded people who who may. I don't know. So that's why these these dudes call themselves, or we think that's why these dudes call themselves the three initiates, because you're not even a student of this Mm -hmm. until, like, 
I, I don't know, but see, like, there's no like structure. until you would be able to know enough. It, there's no, yeah, but kind of deal. Yeah, but there's no structure. So you couldn't you possibly. Couldn't, you couldn't like put uh, it on a ladder and say, okay, once I know this much, then I'm considered this. It's like you don't know shit until you can manifest, or let's say uh, manifest is kind of a strong word, but let's say like you will embody these teachings and it will be obvious to you it's kind of like uh let's say like uh, uh, uh your anti-aging cream is actually working and you're noticing your wrinkles go away it's not working mm-hmm. until you notice that it's working okay i got you i got you so it's like um it's you don't know until you know and then you'll know because you know right well i mean that's philosophy for you right <laughs> mm-hmm. oh because you, you don't know shit and that that's the funniest part about this whole experience uh that is life and existence is that uh, when it really comes down to it, we don't know dick we never know it's dick. like i said uh, that you that kids you know as teenagers and such fucking are such assholes because they think they fucking know everything. I was just about to say it, that. You're only aging you if you think you do. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And you don't truly grow up mentally until you realize that you don't know fucking anything. Well, a lot of people don't. A lot of people d- tend to break when they realize they don't know shit. Mm-hmm. Because then the world's a super scary place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But not... F- <laughs> for me, it became a super fun interesting place because now there's all this new shit that i get to learn yeah i i mean it was scary for me for a little while and then i decided to just do something different and now it seems Mm -hmm. to be you know trying to open itself up and and i feel like uh i i feel like i started reading this really recently because we all know i don't fucking read but um Mm -hmm. this stuff every time I do read something is always something I always make something new out of it and I think that's the beauty of it in itself right 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 you can only understand it the way you understand it but if you understand it it will work for you and I'm not even talking about on a self-help fucking take Jesus into your soul sort of way you'll understand anyway so we've clarified the all Mm -hmm. right the all is fucking everything. I'm not going to continue to fucking harp on that shit. <laughs> um, so the idea of, of mentalism, um, it, it talks about, it explains that all the phenomenal world or universe is simply a mental creation of the all subject to the laws of created things and that the universe as a whole and in its parts or units has its existence in the mind of the all in which mind we live we quote live and move and have our being end quote okay so all of existence uh, exists within the all and that includes are ourselves correct uh, but to the this to the smallest degree greatest and smallest yep 
but it not only exists within the mind of the all it's also a projection of the mental power of the all okay so not only does it exist within but it is also there because of exactly okay <laughs> right i mean i i i do i do technically think i might be grasping this yeah right right, right, right. exactly that that's the thing you, you get it everybody you should get it because it makes sense but when you really start thinking about how any of this shit is any more possible than anything else you know to exist why the fuck not sometimes <laughs> mm-hmm. right absolutely Let's go with that. absolutely why the fuck not sometimes absolutely <laughs> so yeah uh this principle by establishing the mental nature of the universe easily explains all of the varied mental uh, how do i say mental mental start start over again please <clears throat> okay this principle by establishing the mental nature of the universe easily explains all of the varied mental and physic i think that's supposed to say physical phenomena mm-hmm that occupy such a large portion of the public attention, and which, without such explanation, are non-understandable and defy scientific treatment. Okay. Now, unpack unpack that ever so slightly for us. That's a difficult one, because... um, Okay, uh... That's uh, when it says uh, such a large portion of the public attention, uh, mm-hmm. the mental and psychic phenomenon. Uh, yeah, see, that says psychic. Let's say that's not physical. That's my stupid fucking reading. Mental and psychic phenomena that acu- occupy such a large portion of the public attention. When you say public attention, you got to imagine all the shit you do pay attention to in your day mm-hmm. and all the shit that happens that you don't know about or that you don't even see around you. Right. That, that, so basically more the, uh, the, the collective world mind, uh, but kind of just uh, on the surface consciousness of it all. Right. What you see is what exists. All sales are final. So let's, uh, yeah, I, I mean, this is very Schrodinger's cat. Very, very. <laughs> it only exists if you can see that it exists, because if it's in there, it might not exist, because, uh, hey, who knows, right? Right, right, right. Uh, and I've wanted this a lot uh, growing up, because we had landlines growing up i don't know i never thought i would fucking say that but okay um i always wondered as a weird kid if it was really the person i was supposed to be talking to on the other end or if it was a fucking alien or some kind of body snatcher some kind of android mm. or yeah you were a weird voice. kid yeah you were a weird kid no i i i mean i remember uh being very 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 young and when my mom would have people over to the house uh, and uh, my brother and I would be sleeping in our room, I would imagine that uh, they were all robots <laughs> that robots. were that were over here. And they're like, yeah, finally, we don't have to be humans anymore. We can be robots now because the children are asleep. And it was never like a malicious thing. I just what I couldn't 
experience I couldn't possibly understand, so my brain was like, hey, maybe robots, huh? Mm-hmm. Maybe. It very so well I get could it. be. I get it. I do. Okay. So, okay, so that's the thing. What you see is what is is what exists, all right? The cat mm-hmm. is in the box. We put it in the box. We saw it go in the box. But when the box closed, is the cat really there or is it not? Could be anything in the box, right? Could be the perfect apple pie. Could be immortal cobras. We don't fucking know. Mm-hmm. Sorry, pecan pie. I'm a dumbass. Yeah, I was about to say that uh, you are fired. Ah, but yeah. you redeemed yourself. Okay, so... Uh, an understanding of this great hermetic principle of mentalism enables the individual to readily grasp the laws of the mental universe and to apply the same to his well-being and advancement because in essence this is that's what this is about it's about improving your well-being and advancement now if you want to take this uh, to the extra hermit level and apply Zen to it well then you really got your work cut out for you but Zen one of the main first parts about Zen all applies right here to this principle of mentalism uh, now, now t- real quick and tell me tell me if I'm wrong but it seems like this is like you said, it's it's not laying out like guidelines. Like this is uh, how you should live because we say so, but that it's almost more like a, a a tips and tricks guide. Like remember back in the day before we had the internet, we would fucking buy you know like books that would have like you know the codes or the secret areas and shit to video games, uh-huh, in, right? Uh-huh. And we then had the knowledge and information to do with it what we chose in our fucking games Mm -hmm. well this is like a tips and tricks fucking guide but for life and you can then use this to better your life or your situation but it's not going to tell you what to do when to do because it's going to say here's all this awesome information and now you fucking make up your own Mm -hmm. mind and that and that's exactly what it is you can choose to act on it you can choose to apply it you can choose to be you know proactive or reactive to it it doesn't change mm-hmm. the fact that this is what the universe is or let's say this is how things work on this level if you can allow yourself or or connect yourself to understanding this <clears throat> lots of other things will flow in a totally different way for you right now a lot of people need some fucking extra hyper fucking white guy yelling about or a black guy or a fucking indian dude i don't give a shit yelling about uh fucking you know you need to do this with your life you gotta wake up you gotta fucking you know whatever these people are out to get you yada 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 it's not about any of that it's not about any mm-hmm. of that. And, and, and one of the main things that, that it comes down to, like I've been talking about, is that honestly, there are no rules. The universe doesn't give a shit about your right, rules. Right, right. Ab- absolutely, man. Right? It has its own rules. And if you understand those rules, then it'll, it'll make the rules of man a lot easier to grasp and a lot easier mm-hmm. to work with because it liberates you from mm, I don't really know to I, be honest I think I don't it's think different it, from everybody I don't think it 
a different. Story. I don't think it liberates you. Well, it, it certainly doesn't liberate you from having to follow the rules True, of man. But it's but a it thing. it can tell you in a, a more understandable, easier to digest way why such rules exist, mm-hmm. why such rules can be beneficial mm-hmm. to all, even if you don't want to follow them. Mm-hmm. And then you can logically think through, well, then, you know, this isn't all just bullshit because it's bullshit because the government man. Mm-hmm. Sometimes ignorance is bliss, but sometimes it can land your ass in fucking jail. Mm-hmm. Right? Absolutely. See? I mean, really, first, it, just don't be a dick and, and you know... You can keep yourself out of all kinds of situations. Yeah, that that's the first in uh, in the see no hear no speak no uh, commandments mm-hmm. is commandment number one: thou shalt not be a dick. Not to be confused with rule number one: shit. Mm-hmm. And commandment number two: shut thy mouth. <laughs> not to be confused with rule number two: the fuck up. Right. That's right. <laughs> so get it. <laughs> uh, so okay. Um, <clears throat> let's uh, the the hermetic student. Okay, when when observing this principle number one of mentalism, the hermetic student is enabled to apply intelligently the great mental laws instead of using them in a haphazard manner, as is the case with a lot of things. You know, you you, mm-hmm. you just slapping fucking flippers until you actually slow down and start paying attention to what you're doing in some pinball, right? Absolutely. Once you know the rules, you can play the fucking game. Exactly. And and that that is why this rule is uh, for me is is the main one. But it, it in this book, the Kaibalion is considered the master key. It says within the master key. Oh, sorry. With the master key in his possession, the student may unlock the ment- the many doors of the mental and psychic temple of knowledge and enter the same freely and intelligently. That's the thing. Just because you have the key doesn't mean you can unlock the door. Just because you unlock mm-hmm. the door doesn't mean you can walk through. Right? This Absolutely. Is, this is a lot of metaphor going on here, but but that's kind of what it is, though. Your mind understands things in a certain way. Everybody's mind is just a little tweaky, a little differently. It can get through to it a little differently. But if you can figure that out, you're basically unlocking the key to yourself. It's not the key to God. It's not the key to heaven. It's not the key. It's the key to you. The key to understanding Mm -hmm. how you understand, right? Well... Well, I think if if God truly were the 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 deity, the man, whatever that uh, Christians in general uh, believe him to be, I think that that is what uh, that would be the way to him. Anyway, would be through uh, a better, more realized uh, you, and for you to be the the smartest, most informed fucking person about his creation as possible instead of just blindly following with quote-unquote faith uh, the teachings of some raving lunatic that happened to fucking get a TV show, then 
you know, I think that you're better off serving whatever deity you wish if you are the most well-informed, learned version of that that follower. Exactly. Exactly. But that's only one of the one of the many um, avenues you can go on to understand by really studying this one principle. Um, so for the for the sake of time, we're going to move on because that principle mm-hmm. you could spend all kinds of time on. Uh, right, right, right. So, yeah, but 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 you're exactly right, and and that's another one of the best parts about these is that pretty much whatever you come up with in your mind to make sense of this is right because it's true in the first place. Right. All you need to know for yourself is that you're right we all know all kinds of things that we were never taught it it just comes to you you know we'll do i will i call it right now i'm gonna do an episode on the akashic record and it will play into this and i will mention that because it's fucking serious shit but but that's one of those things you know you you just Sometimes you just know shit and you don't know where it comes from and you don't know why you would know something like that. And it doesn't have to be something extreme that you would never know or, oh my God, why do I know that this guy's last name is this? Or It's, it's not some psychic shit I'm talking about. It's right. just sometimes you just know things and but you need clarification or you need um um you need somebody that you trust or somebody that you look up to or whatever it is tell you that you're right and sometimes it's not even directly to tell you that you're right but it's to relate to something they said that you're like oh yeah okay fucking yeah exactly that's what i thought right or to know that thing that you in- intrinsically know why it's important to begin with right because we're not all philosophers we're not all scientists we're not all you know great thinkers or but but we all know we prove that every fucking week here on this show <laughs> seriously <laughs> oh so true so true uh, but 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 still though we all have brains and we all have the ability to to contemplate and and to reason and to to come up with these these same truths in ourselves however we 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 come up with them or however we understand them mm-hmm. but here they are in such a way that when you that when you read this and when you do get it it opens up everything you've ever thought into a whole new realm so um so number 2 the principle of correspondence and the quote from the kaibalian is as above, so below. As below, mm-hmm. so above. Seems fairly simple. Taking it back to, uh, you know, Newton and shit with the apple falling out the tree and all that kind of fun stuff. What goes up must come down. But indeed, it's true, right? That's pretty simple. Uh, uh, physics is often true. Right? Yes. <laughs> this principle embodies the truth that there is always a correspondence between the laws and phenomenon of the various planes of being and life. So, according to this particular principle, um, let's see, hang on one sec, there are three planes of being, that is the great physical plane, the great mental mm-hmm. plane, and mm-hmm. the great spiritual plane. Okay, and they forgot the great soul plane. Soul! 
play. Yeah, that one. Yeah. <laughs> the very same. Uh, the very same. Uh, okay, so um, vocabulary word number two, as we have run into Yay. it. Uh, two and three. We'll just go ahead and throw them both out there. Uh, axiom. Axiom. Yeah. Uh, I may actually know uh, what that word means. You might. And uh, it would be uh, exclusively in thanks to a video game. There you go. But go ahead, Chris. Uh, well, an axiom is, um, let's say it is a truth. It, mm-hmm. It's just something that's true. And the word that goes, the vocabulary word that goes along with it is aphorism, where mm-hmm. an axiom is something that is just intrinsically true. Um, an aphorism is a statement about an axiom that is well known. Mm. So. So, uh, so it's different, uh, different than an affirmation, an aphorism. Correct. Okay. Uh, so we know that that uh, let's say the axiom being that we know that gravity exists. If I throw something in the air, it's it's going to hit the ground eventually. Uh, the mm-hmm. aphorism being what goes up must come down. Ah, so the uh, the axiom is the truth correct the aphorism is the uh easy to digest uh explanation of truth right the one that everybody knows the one they quote they say right 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 that right one. right but got you we'll get to that we'll we'll get to the them and those statements we will uh so okay so as above so below as below so above uh, these various states of being, which uh, I just mentioned, uh, the old hermetic mm-hmm. axiom ran in these words, as above, so below, as below, so above. And the grasping mm-hmm. of this principle gives one the means of solving many a dark paradox and hidden secret of nature. Because when it comes down to it, if a paradox exists, there must be an opposite to it. There must be a fix for it. Correct. Right? Because a paradox is a, a world-ending happening. Uh-huh. But if it doesn't, <laughs> then there it is. Then, then it isn't. <laughs> and it is always entirely possible. And just as... Correct. Uh, yeah, either way. Uh, so, so there are planes beyond our knowing... But when we apply the principle of correspondence to them, we are able to understand much that would otherwise be unknowable to us. So uh, it says this, this principle is of universal application and manifestation on the various planes of the material, mental, and spiritual universe. So basically it's, it's saying that it's all happening at the same time all on one mm-hmm. they are different planes but but they're all here right now because they're all uh, they're part all, of the all I mean they're all smooshed together as one because uh, I mean you wouldn't have uh, I mean for lack of a better word uh, a synchronicity a synchronicity synchronicity mm-hmm. of sorts uh, and uh, there would be no I mean there couldn't be uh, a uh, an understandable 
world if if they all ran and did their own thing on their own time. They would just be a jumbled mass of 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 bullshit all the time. Exactly. So it would be like Fox News as opposed to Cartoon Network. <laughs> it's perfect. That's a that's a perfect example. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Excuse me. So that that particular one goes very in depth, but but we're gonna we're gonna go on to number three um, mm-hmm. because correspondence will play back in to the rest of them. Um, it's just one that that's a little more difficult. It, it's it's easier it's easier um, to just come to you versus. There's right, a lot right, right. on it. I'm just not going to go into it. Um, so uh, the the third principle is the principle of vibration. I think we all know why we need that. We do. <laughs> oh, yeah, we know. <laughs> the quote being, "Nothing rests. Everything moves. Everything vibrates." Aha. Uh-huh. So. That's one of those things that science is continuing to prove true. We we absolutely we know that every molecule, every atom, everything is made up of it's the constantly. same stuff in constant motion. Mm-hmm. Right, everything. We also know that um, most things, uh, well, everything is. Because there's so much space in between each molecule, technically we are 90% free space. Like, we're not Mm -hmm. really even here, and nothing actually touches anything else. It's literally the uh, invisible force field around each atom or molecule or whatever, you know, that comes in contact with the other one, vibrating at a specific rate, and, you know. They like to call it their personal space. Exactly. (laughs) Get out of my personal space. Always telling me I'm fucking invading their personal space. Whatever. You suck off some bitch, stupid nut atoms and molecules and think you're important. important. Yeah, so. so we know that to be 100% true as of yet. Right? It's, it's mm-hmm. true. Um, and yet this hermetic principle was enunciated thousands of years ago by the masters of ancient Egypt. Mm-hmm. This principle explains that the differences between different manifestations of matter, energy, mind, and even spirit result largely from varying rates of vibration. From the all, which is pure spirit, down to the grossest form of matter, all is in the vibration, the higher all is in vibration the higher the vibration the higher the position in the scale right so ew what a gross form of matter (laughs) the grossest form of matter ew (laughs) Uh, the vibration of spirit is at such an infinite rate of intensity and rapidity that it is practically at rest just as the rapidly moving wheel seems to be motionless right it's moving so fast you can't even fucking see it it looks like it's just standing there right it can mm-hmm. probably you've seen me masturbate man I thought he was gonna start a fire mm-hmm in my pants I told him you should trim those pubes if, if you're gonna keep doing that 
And I told him vibration feels good. You know, pants aren't cheap. Neither are boxers. Don't tell me what's to do. Shit. <laughs> so that's the that that's the thing. Um, what would it? Okay, so it comes down to things on on every scale. You know, everything is moving. Uh, it's also true. Let's say uh, it says this is also true on the planes of energy and force which are but varying degrees of vibration and also on the mental planes whose states depend on vibrations and even mm -hmm. onto the spiritual planes it says uh, an understanding of this principle with the appropriate formulas enables hermetic students to control their own mental vibrations as well as those of others now see there's hmm. there's the thing right there you think so are we now getting into the metaphysical of this it sounds that way it does sound that it way it does sound that way but there it is again it, if you really want to take it and turn it into that you probably could mm -hmm. but it's not that's not exactly what it's talking about it's not talking about because you promised me that I could be the new Professor X after this episode. I mean, you could. I, I see. That's that's. It's all in the wording. I told you you could. I Damn. promised that you could be. You well, could be anything I mean, you, you want to be. You did say Jason. that. That's. You know what? You're the first person to ever tell me that that I believed. Get an edge on life in the army. Oh, I thought you were gonna tell me to start doing drugs. Oh. Well, yeah, but wait till I get there. Don't, don't fucking be stingy. Uh. <laughs> don't, don't be stingy. Always waiting. I always come with some of my own. I mean, we we share. <laughs> we share. Shut up and talk so we don't get in trouble. Right. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, it it sounds like mind control. It sounds like magic powers, but but that's not exactly what is what it's talking about it says Matt the masters also apply this principle to the conquering of natural phenomenon in various ways quote he who understands the principle of vibration has grasped the scepter of power end quote hmm. so okay let's just think about that real quick if you could change if you could if everything is mental Right, and you can use your own mental power, let's just say for lack of a better word, power, um, to change your vibration. Technically, you're made of, everything's made of the same stuff, right? Mm -hmm. So, let's say from like a superhero standpoint, I could possibly match the vibration of <clears throat> the wall and walk right through it. Correct. 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 Okay. But there's a lot of other things, too. There's that I mean, you know, let's... I mean, everything vibrates, so you can technically walk through everything. Right. Is what Chris is or saying. Or you could fuse with everything. Or you could turn into everything. Mm-hmm. You could be one with everything in a whole different like mental way versus physical way. You could. That's right. Instead of trying to have sex with everything, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you could just think like everything. Exactly. And then everything is everything and nothing. 
but that is exactly, exactly what everything is. In the first place. So, truth among truth is truth. Mm-hmm. In a sequin dress. So I was going to say uh, a different way I think that I took that uh, that line to mean would be that if I could better train my own brain <clears throat> to uh, to understand others and other things, how they work and how they think, that I could then have better control over myself with the rest of creation, with the rest of the universe. There you go. And I would be able to... to to f- not just fit in, but and, and not manipulate as far as making people think or do things that you know they don't want to do. That I'm like, haha, I'm gonna fucking make them do that. It's more I can manipulate the 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 conversation or the situation into uh, something else, not necessarily something that I deem it to to be, but something else entirely because I know this person well enough that we can talk freely about fucking anything. I think it's more about just knowing yourself and other people well enough to be comfortable in any situation and and then you can do anything. Well, there you go. There's there's your first understanding of it and and it isn't it is entirely that. But it's also uh, thinking uh, along the lines of, um, <clears throat> let's say, just, just simply, if 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 you have, um, hmm, how do I put that? Okay, let's say if, if you are, uh, uh, you're vibrating at a specific rate, and you have people around you, right, and they're mm-hmm. all doing their thing let's say all separately all thinking about separate things all have separate lives from separate areas and all this kind of shit you're setting up a real sexy scenario here. oh yeah this is what is what i'm saying oh it's gonna get nasty and fucking oh, oh it's gotten there already and i love every second of it DPs man do i love every second are of it. coming um hmm. let's just say uh, i mean heat okay we'll put it in the form mm-hmm. of heat the person in the center is really hot everybody is radiating heat everybody else is of at room temperature right the closer they are to that person obviously the warmer they will be further mm-hmm. away they'll be cooler right but let's say they stay right there at a normal distance where they stay room temperature the person in the middle is hot the hotter he gets the warmer they will be even if they stay still at the same distance right mm-hmm. okay so now think of that in the in the sense of changing your vibration the more vibration you put out the more it affects everything around you or the different vibrations you put out affects everything around you differently so mm-hmm. if the universe is all mental what you project inwardly to yourself is what is reflected outwardly in your vibration. 
and it affects everything else around you. So the more positive you are, have you ever heard the the statement about you know or so it's not a, it's not not an aphorism because uh, I don't know the aphorism for this but I'm sure there is one uh, but how like people will say you know just just put on a smile the more you smile the more everyone else around you will smile just because mm-hmm. you're smiling how laughter yep. is contagious even if people don't know I- what you're laughing at. And it is absolutely 100% uh, true that if you can force a smile, your fucking attitude, your mood will uh, change. It is 100% true. But that's what we're talking about here. You change your vibration to match what you want your life to be, your, your existence to be. And thus, you will also change other people's vibrations around you. It's how you Mm -hmm. do that that will then go on to cause other things which we'll get into the the principle of cause and effect but but it all plays it all plays a part you just have to every understanding like i said every understanding you have of this is true it's all correct Mm -hmm. it's just the more you understand it the more useful it is the more you know Mm -hmm. rainbow Reading rainbow. Okay, so uh, moving on. Wait, hey, Chi Chi, Uh How much more is there? Ooh. We've bullshit like, quite a bit, haven't we? Could this? I mean, do you have enough for another uh, ep? Or what's up? I do. I could make another episode out of it. I would actually feel better about sweet, that. Sweet sauce, because I don't want to rush any of this. This is like a deep, deep shit that we're kind of talking about here. I haven't said the word cunt once till just now. Right. I haven't made fun of you uh, very much. Um, Strangely, no. I need these opportunities in my life and in our show, Chris. <laughs> I'll give you more next time. Okay, good, good, good. Because uh, we are at an hour thirty exact. Woo! Look at that. So these last four principles uh, are very important, and none of this. Well, you know, you know how it is. You got to get okay. The whole yeah, because I, I, I seriously don't want to rush it. Because I I'm I'm fucking enjoying it first of all, and uh, it, it's only gonna fucking get better from here on out. Uh, so should we just go ahead and, and say thanks for listening to another uh, cliffhanger of an episode of <laughs> Hell yeah! See no, hear no, speak no. Indeed, the UFOs, the conspiracies, the uh, the big brain fuckery, and the murders which there are none of this time. But I will say, though, uh, disclaimer for the next episode, that whole thing is just going to be jam-packed like your butt, full of mind fuckery. No mm, more... That is where I like to keep mine. Yeah, yeah, we don't have to do, like, the character intro anymore. Like, you already know who he is. This is the guy. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're not even talking about him anymore. The rest is about the universe and your place in it. So... Prepare thy mm. diddly holes. I dig it. I dig it, and I will. I will. Uh, li- I, well, I like. Will like to uh, leave our listeners off with uh, just just one, uh, you know, little. It, it will learn a little other people. Learn other people and learn the world around you, but do not ever 
try to subject someone else to your will. If you've learned other people in the world around you well enough, you'll know that that is never a good outcome, even if possible. And it's just never fun for anyone. It might be fun for you for a minute or two, but then it just gets boring. So treat others in the same way that, I mean, you'd want to be treated by not imposing your will, but by, by showing everybody else who you are as well and let them take that and do with it what they want. Indeed. A true student of life never forces anything that is outside of his own control. Uh, it, it's not... Yeah, it never works out for you. I agree. Mm. And on that light note of... Do I, do I sense some rosemary? <laughs> some rosemary, a little hint of mint winter green on the breeze I think it's I think it's time if I'm looking at my my naked wrist here three hairs past a freckle you say count down <laughs> three two two one night kids. kids think about it yeah have good dreams tonight <laughs> Boy, it is. But it's all wrong That is, I think I disagree Let me take you down Cause I'm going to Strawberry fields Nothing is real And nothing to get home Forever Strawberry fields Forever